0: Hello listeners, welcome back to our series, Simhasana Dvatram Yes, so in our last episode, we saw how King Vikrama, he escaped from the wicked yogi's plan to kill him with the help of the genie and Vikrama in turn killed the yogi and he he, appeared successful, he came out successful. So now let's see what happens ahead. Well, today's episode is titled, Vikrama Gains the Throne. So it's possible that this throne could be something special because actually Vikrama has already become the king of the kingdom, right? So he's already got the throne of the king. But what throne is this that is specified in today's episode? Let us see what is the special throne that Vikrama acquires, okay? So with that let's go ahead into today’s story and here we go. There was no king on earth like Vikrama. His fame spread throughout the three worlds, unimpeded like the flow of the river Ganga. At this time, the king of the gods Indra, wished to disturb the penances of the sage Vishwamitra. He summoned the nymphs, Ramba and Urvasi, in heaven and said, "'Which of you two ladies is more skilled in dance and music? Let her go to Vishwamitra's hermitage and disturb his penances. I will give her a prize if she succeeds.' "'O oh, king of the gods!' cried Ramba. I am extremely skilled in dance. But Urvasi said, So, I know how to dance as prescribed in the sacred text. A dispute thus having arisen between them, an assembly of the gods was convened to take a decision. Ramba danced first. Urvasi gave her performance on the second day. All the gods were greatly pleased with both. But they could not decide who was the better dancer. Narada, the divine sage, then spoke up. O king of the gods, there is a monarch named Vikramaditya on earth. He is an expert in all the arts and especially so in dance and music. He will be able to decide this dispute between the two nymphs. Great Indra then sent his minister, Matali, to Udraini to fetch Vikramaditya. On receiving the invitation, Vikrama went with the genie to Amravati, the celestial capital, and saluted Indra, who welcomed him with all honour. Meanwhile, a place for holding the dance competition had been readied. First, Ramba mounted the stage and gave her performance. On the following day, Urvasi took her place and danced in accordance with the sacred text. Vikrama praised Urvasi and declared her to be the winner. How did you come to this conclusion? Indra asked him. Vikrama replied, God, in dance, the first and most important thing is bodily grace. This is stated in the Nitya Shastra, the sacred text on this art. The connoisseurs of dance say that grace is more important than technique. It lives in a fluent motion of the limbs, moving neither too high or too low. A symmetry of the hips and the knees, the facial features and the ears, a balanced raising of the breast and the sweet restfulness of the expression. Furthermore, the ballerina needs to demonstrate the particular posture appropriate to the beginning of a dance. The Nthitya Shastra specifies this as the limbs four square, the feet kept even, and the hands held drooping like a vine. This is the general rule for the commencement of all dances. As for her appearance, It should conform to the ideal in the dancing master's mind. The eyes should be large, the face radiant like the autumn moon. The arms sloping from the shoulders, the breast small, firm and high, the flanks smooth as if polished, a waist no more than a hand span, a shapely bottom and feet with curving toes. Specially charming is the moment of pause in a dance. The left hand resting on the hip, with a bracelet motionless on the wrist. The other arm lying loose like a young and slender bow. The body's upper half held straight and the gaze dropped to the floor. Where the toe plays with a flower, the pause can be even more delightful than the dance. In short, Emotion is truly captured in dance when the limbs convey fully the meanings of the words within. The feet identify with the moods as they follow the rhythm and the hands enact them delicately. And the changing expressions of feeling follow close on one another. This is why I applauded Urvasi. She is a dancer as described in the Niratya Shastra. The great Indra was satisfied. He honoured Vikramaditya with robes and presented to him a throne encrusted with rare and priceless gems. Thirty-two statues of precious moonstone supported this magnificent throne which was mounted by stepping over their heads. From this royal seat, the Lord of Heaven said to the king, ''You may protect the earth in all happiness for a thousand years.'' And taking the throne as decreed by Indra, Vikrama returned to his own capital, where he ascended it at an auspicious moment amidst the blessings of the priests and ruled the earth unrivaled. And so listeners, with that we end our episode for today. Okay? So, this throne seems to be really something special because it is... You no, know, decorated with all stones and gems and it has 32 statues, you no, know, which decorates this throne. And well, this somewhat seems to be the beginning of a different set of stories. Yeah, maybe the main story that we are talking about, the 32 stories, this could be that throne. I really don't know. We need to see what happens in these stories ahead. Is it the same throne that we were referring to right at the beginning of our episode? Or is there something else and maybe something more further is going to happen in the story, yeah? So let us wait and watch what happens next. So don't forget to tune in again next week to know the next episode in the series, yeah? Until then, stay safe, take care, and have a great week ahead, listeners. See you soon. Bye-bye.